Thank you for supporting Daily Tech Headlines directly. Now begins your ad-free episode. These are the Daily Tech Headlines for Thursday, September 26, 2019. I'm Rich Straffolino. Dropbox launched Spaces, its shared team workspaces, at its Work in Progress conference. Spaces connects files, tasks, and meetings. As part of the Spaces launch, Dropbox also rolled out a new desktop app. Spaces offers file previews, the ability to search across overview descriptions, and Dropbox paper integration into its file system. Searching for images based on image content with ML recognition is also rolling out to Dropbox professional users with plans to integrate with Dropbox business as well. Spaces will also offer to-do lists and soon integrate with Trello. The U.S. Federal Trade Commission filed a lawsuit against Match.com alleging Match sent notifications to non-paying customers for messages from accounts that Match knew were fraudulent. The FTC alleges Match received 499,691 new subscriptions as a result of fraudulent communications between June 2016 and May 2018. The FTC further claims messages from fraudulent accounts were not sent to paying customers. The suit also alleges Match made canceling subscriptions difficult, did not seem to honor a six-month guarantee, and locked people from accounts over disputed charges. Match.com disputes the claims and intends to fight the allegations. Microsoft General Counsel Dev Stalkoff said in a blog post that the company is challenging a federal judge's order that forbids them from telling a corporate customer about a warrant requesting its data from Microsoft. Microsoft originally challenged a secrecy order in September 2018, arguing that the warrant for emails, text messages, and voicemails associated with two email addresses were overly broad. A lower court denied Microsoft's request to provide some notice to the customer, and Microsoft says it will take the case to the appellate court. eBay announced that CEO, President, and Company Director Devin Wenig is stepping down with former Chief Financial Officer Scott Schenkel taking control on an interim basis. Wenig has served as president since 2011 and replaced John Donahoe as CEO in 2015. Apple released tvOS 13, which adds multi-user support, a refreshed home screen with widescreen video previews, a control center, and a new picture-in-picture option. tvOS also supports Apple Arcade, which also includes support for Sony's DualShock 4 controllers and Microsoft's Xbox wireless Bluetooth controller. A new privacy-focused smartphone operating system beta by Mandrake Linux creator Gail Duval is now available, called EOS. The OS is a fork of Lineage OS, which is itself a fork of CyanogenMod, and includes features added in from Android Open Source Projects 7, 8, and 9 source code trees. All Google services have been replaced by Micro-G services that use open source libraries, allowing for limited Android app compatibility. Installing apps not only shows what permissions are requested, but also what specific data will be sent. EOS can be installed on 85 different smartphone models, with Samsung S7 and S9 phones preloaded with the OS available for sale in the EU. While still in beta, Duval hopes to have a version 1.0 out at Mobile World Congress in Barcelona in February 2020. Two of Africa's biggest tech hubs have merged, with the Nigerian innovation center CC Hub acquiring the Nairobi-based iHub, forming a link between the two major VC hubs in the continent. CC Hub CEO Bozin Tahani will manage both organizations, but each will maintain its own independent branding. CC Hub will also use iHub to further expand its investing into Nigeria, Kenya, and Rwanda. Since 2010, iHub and CC Hub have helped launch over 260 startups combined. The Indonesian ride-hailing giant Gojek launched GoPlay, a mobile-only streaming service that will feature original movies and TV shows. 
GoPlay will cost 89,000 rupiah a month, that's roughly $6 US. Gojek launched its own in-house studio in 2018 and has financed nine movies and series for the platform, as well as licensing streaming rights to hundreds of recent Indonesian films and shows, as well as a deal with South Korean companies CJ, E&M, and SM Entertainment for additional TV content. And finally, Microsoft announced the beta for Xbox Action for the Google Assistant is now available, with a general release expected in the fall. This allows gamers to turn on or off their Xbox, launch games or apps, and play or pause content from a Google Home device or through the Google Assistant app. Users can also customize the name of connected Xboxes, as well as assign them specific rooms designated within the Google Home app, so you can say something like, turn off the basement Xbox. Microsoft previously released Xbox skills for Alexa and Cortana. For more discussion of the tech news of the day, subscribe to Daily Tech News Show at dailytechnewsshow.com. And if you're looking for the headlines from the Amazon or Facebook recent events, look for our Daily Tech Headlines special in your feed with the coverage. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. And from all of us here at Daily Tech Headlines, remember, have a super sparkly day.